And I'd like to welcome you to the podcast. Everybody, welcome. It's Sabbath Sunday. It's the best day of the week. Welcome to Death Comes Lifting's Sabbath Sunday Iron Warship Podcast. That's right. We do this every Sunday morning live, live on dead, live via Zoom at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time because that's where the crypt is located. And if our boy Adam the Dufourier Gorak can make it from Australia, you can make it from wherever you are. Shout out to him. He's the um, lifting dead warlord that holds it down for us here. Speaking of them, speaking of the Lifting Dead Army, they're usually in here. They're usually in this meeting right now with me, and we're talking, and we're bullshitting, and we're talking about Sabbath, and we're talking about lifting, and we're talking about all the madness in between and everything we do. Um, but for right now, they're in the waiting room. I'm kicking them out. I'm, I'm holding down the fort for a little bit solo. So I'm going to switch up the format of these a little bit. Uh, I'm going to start with a little intro here. Uh, with just me because it's about me motherfucker no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i get a lot of questions about the lifting dead army in general the sabbath sunday podcast in general and uh, i just wanted to take the time and address some questions and just say what's up to you badass motherfuckers for waking up and listening to this on a sunday morning uh hopefully you already lifted weights and jammed black sabbath and are drinking your black coffee as i am right now as i have to on these Sunday morning podcasts to get me to not shut up. Today's podcast is sponsored by Catfight Coffee and the first Black Sabbath album. And if you do not know what that combination feels like, take a deep breath and just settle in and try to do that today and then report back to me later. Black, first Black Sabbath album, Black Catfight Coffee. Taking a sip right now, excuse me. So this uh, Sabbath Sunday podcast, why do we do it? How did it start? What, what, what is the big deal? Why Black Sabbath? Who are you? What the fuck? Who do you think you are? Type shit. You know what, man? Why not? And who aren't I or we? Think about that, first of all. Now, this thing started, the whole Lifting Dead Army started during the pandemic. Right, because um, we wanted to find a different way to provide services to you, the fellow freaks and fit misfits of the Lifting Dead. Uh, we wanted to provide a community, which was really our goal from day one, was to provide a to provide fitness for the misfits. Right, a community where you freaks like me could feel safe and cool and thrive in a uh, fitness environment that was tailored to you with a brand that was tailored to your likings and as they are mine you know uh, one of those things is black sabbath for me and i thought it was kind of funny at first to uh start up like a solo podcast like do just like a like a like a reading from a black sabbath album from a black sabbath song every sunday uh kind of like I guess it kind of started as kind of like making fun of church or something, you know, like every Sunday we're going to worship the Sabbath because this is the closest thing that I have to reading from a holy scripture 
because I love Black Sabbath so much and lots of people love Black Sabbath so much. And uh, I thought it would be a beneficial kind of uh, funny and cool thing, thing to do. Um, so I, I equate Sabbath with like, they're, they're the best, you know, and there, there's a, um, there's a lot of deep meaning hidden behind a lot of the quote unquote devil worshiping heavy metal pot smoking long haired hippie motherfuckers you kids listening to these days. There's a lot of love and a lot of good meaning and a lot of awesome riffs and awesome music and awesome vibes provided by these men that did this and made this music and made heavy metal. So I feel like I can't worship other heavy metal because these guys were, were the founders. These guys were the creators. And I would just like to bring that to everybody's attention. And uh, it's just something we started to celebrate was a Sabbath Sunday. And if you're in the Lifting Dead Army, you know we kind of make themes for every day, like uh, Monday morning motivation and meditation and transformation Tuesday and Warlord Wednesday and Bloodthirsty Thursday and Flexorcists or Flexus Friday, Slime Saturday and the OG is Sabbath Sunday, among other things. And we purely just do that because we like to have fun and we like an excuse to... Uh, kind of celebrate uh, weirdness and all the things we do. And it gives us a chance to feature different parts of what we do because we do a lot of shit. And uh, the Sabbath Sunday podcast has a long time been the my favorite part of the week because it started, like I said, way long ago, it seems like, as a solo podcast when I would just talk about how awesome Sabbath is and like draw parallels uh, to everyday life and fitness and lifting through Sabbath and their story. And we'd read from Tony Iommi's book and all sorts of different stuff. Uh, and that morphed into building a community where the Lifting Dead Army could join me on the podcast and we could talk about Sabbath um, you know, and talk about what they're doing because they have the Lifting Dead Army. If you have not listened to this podcast, the, the uh, five or six homies that will join me on here. Uh, they're great, like exuberant personalities. They excel in all they do. I train most of them that we're, we're on programs. We talk together and it's just so cool to have this community building uh, experience through Black Sabbath. And a lot of them don't even like Black Sabbath, but I have taken the role of the Crypt Keeper dad that is like forcing his music on his kids that don't want to hear it. That's who I, that's who I say it. That's what I feel like I'm doing. Um, anyway, it's 8.30 and I should probably let them in, but I'm going to keep them waiting for a minute because i got some more babbling to do. They'll understand. They're really sweet. Um, so that's what this is. And I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you're listening to it. So we're going to revamp the uh, format. I'm going to do a quick intro and uh, then I'm going to let in the Lifting Dead Army. And if you want to join the talk, you can join when you join the Lifting Dead Army, all memberships. You get this link every week. You can you can join right in. Why Black Sabbath? Why are we doing this? Here's why. Because of fucking rules. And it's it's a part of bettering your health and wellness. And that is what we're about. But we're not only about physical, we're about mental and spiritual well-being too. And without getting too woo-woo into like hey you should like meditate and light incense and like or go to church or whatever i'm saying you should just bypass all of that 
and get your spiritual well-being from the uh, messages and music such as Black Sabbath. And without further ado, we can talk about that a little bit further with my friends in the Lifting Dead Army. Let's see who they are. Let's get them in. Dun, dun, dun. We got Adam and we got Mikey coming in. Man, okay, and then we got Joe Smith coming in too. We're admitting them all. Let's do it. These guys are nuts. You'll love them. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Um, yo, everybody, they're rolling in hot. What's up? Ashley and Mikey, it's been a long time. How are you? Just woke up. <laughs> they just woke up. They're busy but they make it here to waste their time with me on the Sabbath Sundays podcast. So that means the world. I was just uh, doing a little intro, like a solo in- intro, because I'm thinking I was going to switch up the format a little bit of this. So I, was, I came on a little bit earlier at like t- 10 minutes and was just talking some shit. So you guys didn't have to listen to me babble, number one. And uh, number two, just because we're getting some, a lot of, more people than you think listen to this <laughs> you know what i mean which is which is crazy because i never I, I never check you know like I don't, I don't care it's about me listening to sabbath and talking to my friends and lifting that army i don't i don't really care but a lot of people like ask me about it you know they're like what why black sabbath like why why are you doing this like who like like what what's the point you know and I just kind of wanted to address those things at the beginning. But uh, what I was starting to say before I let you guys in was this started during the pandemic to like build a community, the whole lifting that army did. And uh, this Sabbath podcast was just kind of an extension of that. And it's grown to be something like super cool. And I like think I, you know, you got it's like hanging out with my friends every week to uh, talk about Sabbath and lifting weights and health and wellness and good vibes. It's like, the coolest church ever because it's about black Sabbath and death metal and weird shit. So thank you. I just want to say thank you. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here again. So we got Mikey and Ashley and we got the warlord, the Batman of Nebraska, Joe Smith. What's up, brother? Oh, not a whole lot. Tired. Been a busy, busy, busy weekend and it's not even done yet. I can imagine. We'll, We'll get to that later. I know how busy you are. But first, I introduce, I already alluded to you, my friend over there, the Thunder from Down Under, Adam Gorak. How's it going, bro? I'm well. How are you guys going? Good, man. It's nice to see you. How tired are you? I'm fine. From one to Joe Smith. No, you're good? Hey, I know it's. I know. I was saying uh, at the beginning, it was like, if Adam can make it here at midnight in Australia time, anybody else can make it here. I don't want to hear that 8.30 a.m. is too early. For these, for these mere mortals over here on the uh, east coast of the United States, what's new in the future, bro? Um, not a lot. Just uh, working, training. That's about it, dude. Same. <laughs> That's about well, it. I think we're all in the same boat with that. What about you, Joe? Yeah. What's up, man? Uh, you're fortunate that uh, it's it's like I'm in the beginning of a taper week so well two weeks mm-hmm. so i can really kind of just dial back a little bit do a little bit less mileage on the runs and take days off and cool. you know i don't really afford myself total days off just because you know 
that's the way we do. But now, since I've got a race in like, well, less than two weeks, I, I mean, I kind of have to force myself to take time off, like yeah. not even like do a, a single curl or run like a block, just chill. I take a day. I, I think you, I think you need a day totally off, especially with how much you've been working, just mental fatigue probably starts to set in too, man. Yeah. Uh, usually on those like total days, I mean, I still find myself going out for healthy walks and that's, like, yeah, that's cool. But you know, like good long distance just to kind of keep the muscles like remembering what the hell they're supposed to do for me. When, uh, when is the race and what, and what is it for the, for those that don't know, we promote you for those that don't know, June 19th. So a couple Saturdays away, I will be in Colorado Springs doing a Spartan. Which one is it? I've got three Spartans this year. I can't remember if this is, awesome. uh, this is the six or this is the 10 K 10 K. Uh, so yeah, super, I think it's called. Yeah. Badass, man. I can't wait to, uh, be updated with you on that process, man. That, that's been a cool journey this far. It's just going to be one more thing to take it to the next level, man. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I've been watching a lot of videos trying to get a, you know, an insight on how the hell to do some of these obstacles that I've never come across before. So, Ooh, so what I, I really, honestly, I probably should know more, but I don't <laughs> know much about the uh, Ironman is that that what it is or Spartan? Spartan. Iron Man's Spartan. Iron, yeah, yeah. Iron Man's a that's a whole different animal. Spartan's like obstacles and shit. So like yeah, what, so what do you a, have to do? It's a 10k race with I yeah. think 25 to 30 obstacles that range between jumping over five to like nine foot walls to extravagant types of monkey bar to rope climb to loaded carries to just well, yeah, yeah just all sorts of weird shit a lot of grip Ultra strength Batman training we've been doing should definitely prepare you for that bro absolutely absolutely i'm i'm stoked i'm a little nervous but like i'm just fucking ready to do it <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm ready for you to do it i can't wait and um oh i guess i should say you, you everybody he looks just in, as good in real life as he does on zoom <laughs> because it was it was cool to get to hang out with you the other the other oh, week. yeah it was that was a wild that was a wild saturday that was awesome that was a wild saturday in omaha nebraska i i was saying before this that uh you know that's just part of how cool this community is that like we get to do shit like that and uh not even just meeting you guys but um you know we know people through this that are have fucking deadlift competitions in their backyard and blast heavy metal and we get to go to them and hang out like that's dope as hell just on like a surface level of like the, the cool people out there that they, they exist and they they like to be attracted to these sort of uh niche communities we somehow cultivated so that was, that was a real special thing and i a couple people the um rose and hannah do you remember them the the, the, yeah, oh, yeah. the super strong chicks that were there they joined yeah. the Living dead army too Oh, far out. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Rob Bones for putting the whole thing on. Yeah. Big shout out to Rob Bones here. This this one's dedicated to Bones. So, yeah. So, that's cool. <laughs> Mikey, and I know you're getting ready for your uh, your bodybuilding competition. <laughs> you're getting so shredded. And, uh, yeah, we got, we got a um, swimsuit model job for Ashley and a uh, men's physique competition for you coming up, I think. Classic, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Dude, on on a serious note, though, you know, for those that don't know that haven't seen any of the posts about you, man, you've come such a long way, bro. And uh, with your your fitness and your just everything, man, you just seem like you're all around just like better. You're shinier. You know what I mean? You're a better version of you. I'm sure Ashley can attest to this being true. And I'm proud of you, man. So what's the secret? What are you doing? How do you feel? How are you feeling? Update me. I feel like we haven't talked in forever. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like I told you and asked you, I started a new program. Yeah. I'm, I'm killing good you. Where I'm at, wise, and good where I'm at, like muscle-wise, so I'm trying to just cut. Shred it up. So this, you know, the program you sent me has been like killing me, but like every day I feel myself getting, like my heart getting stronger, like my cardiovascular strength getting better. And so by the end of the workout, I'm just fine. You know, like I kill myself for half, half the workout and in the second half, I'm feeling better. So I'm enjoying it so far. That's great, man. And uh, that's what it's all about. Like how cool of a feeling is that if you just like persevere and you push through like a workout that seems to be impossible, it's like, I just give, give it two weeks, man. And then you're, you'll feel like a different human by the end of it. And that's such like Hard a addicting feeling, you know. You're doing great, man. Anything you need, let me know. Any anything else, and that, that goes for all of you. Everyone knows this. Any anything else you need, don't be shy. What about you, Adam Gorak? Are you strong enough down there? Do we need to <laughs> get in there? Get in there. Yeah, my legs are still sore from leg day the other day. There's a lot of volume work with those accessories. Oh, you're killing it, man. We're proud of you. That's all. Yeah, that's all you can do. What but, um. Looking at doing another comp in maybe October, November this year. So, heck yeah, I've been, I've yeah. been doing some powerlifting training myself because I got to compete in the, the Bones competition next year. I'm gonna, oh, we're, I'm definitely deadlifting. I have to. Well, even if I do two twenty-five, what's that? Even if I pull it, even if I get a two twenty-five max, I'll be happy. <laughs> well, um, Frank and Jen sent me a video from his deadlift comp. Yeah. That's, that's, like what we I that's what we were talking about. Yeah. 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 And like, fuck. Oh, I'm just like, dude, that's you're so strong. <laughs> like stronger than me, probably. <laughs> probably. We won't, we won't say it right here on this podcast. We won't put it out. No. He, he's super, he, yeah. He's actually super keen to actually come to Australia and actually train. <laughs> yeah. That, I feel like it's, I'm it's happy to do it. One day it's going to happen when uh, when DCL makes it huge. We can just put, uh, you know, tickets to Australia on, like, Platinum American Express cards. We'll be there all the time, bro. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. I'll turn Joe into, like, a powerlifter soon. <laughs> yeah. He needs, like, a, like a powerlifter, like, Iron Man-like prosthetic, you know, with, like, like light stuff. <laughs> Expel, expels, like, fog machine stuff. I'll get you squatting 160 kilos in no time, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, Turn me into a Clydesdale, get me over, you know, 200 pounds and <laughs> running marathons. It was, it was okay. that, uh, if you're into it, I'll get you into it as well. <laughs> Adam, you're like a professional podcaster now, though. You're making, you're like making me look like I don't know what I'm doing. You're co host of the Pink Sock podcast, and you're, yeah, I'm doing the new uh, co host now. And you have an accent that like more people want to listen to than me, and I feel like super inadequate next to you. So thanks, man. Awesome. Right, man. Anytime, man. Uh, you're great. You're great. We love you. Uh, how's that going? Anything you want to promote on that front? Get people to listen to you? Pink sock. Um, 
Um, now I just listen to Pink Sock every Monday live on YouTube at 1 p.m. I'm the new co-host now. Do it. Uh, yeah. Keep it up. And keep listening to Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. We appreciate the uh, the riffs and the the love you saw. I know. I see it, man. Thank you. She's chilling over there. Chilling next to the Death Comes Lifting poster. That's what we want. Alice Cooper's head next to the Death Comes Lifting poster at all times. Yeah. That that was uh, it was funny at the deadlifting competition because like uh, you know me me and Joe were hanging out and I think we we definitely looked like the only two people that have ever done yoga you know <laughs> or like or, or like knew what vegetables were and yeah. in like in like the best way I mean that with all due respect and it was just like we were both like just watching these people lift like like Rose shout out to Rose if she's listening I'm sure you are just this built beautiful awesome chick and she deadlifted like 465 i think and i'm it like wild just looking at it like i have i have all the respect and like the fucking motivation in the world for her but i have no desire to lift that much i think we, we said that we we're like that just looks like just like all the work you have to do to put into that is like awesome like oh I'd, yeah I'd, i don't think i'd rather be able to I'd rather be able to carry a couch for about 10 minutes up right. some stairs and into a house and instead of lift like that one couch once. For so. sure. And I totally forgot that happened. Yeah, me and Joe moved the couch for this neighbor across the street and he, he paid a, he, three, three people helped and he gave me 20 bucks. He's like, you guys can split this. And we're like, all right, man, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> But that, that was a cool experience. Yeah, the training got put to the test in real life circumstances, and we made that couch our bitch, I'm pretty sure, to put it lightly. For sure. So yeah, I'd rather walk up, be able to do handstands and walk on my walk on my hands and do splits and lift couches than deadlift 465 once being a female. But that's pretty impressive. And Rose will kick my ass if I say anything else. She's awesome. Check her out. Her um uh, I reposted her stuff on uh on the Death Comes Lifting story if anybody listening wants to check her out she's in the lifting that army and will make you stronger and make you feel weak even looking at her so thanks to rob thanks to rose for that that's awesome but um yeah we're happy with frank and john because he um he pulled 420 listening to uncle acid at the time so that was like a pretty <laughs> awesome that was a pretty did, awesome. I, did i do that every year like no this was the first year oh wow so, yeah it was it was Just really i had it down here Cause I'll be doing that thing. <laughs> I know, man. Well, that maybe this is your time to uh, put the event yeah. on. one day, man. I yeah. want, I have to put one on too. As death comes lifting, like some sort of either lifting event or whatever comp. We can we can think of something because that that was a really cool uh, special thing, and uh, everyone got along. Everybody was cool, especially at weightlifting competitions, like powerlifting competitions, especially. It's a lot of strong personalities. I'm gonna put it lightly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't like always necessarily get that I, mean, I get along with everybody i'm i'm charming you guys know this but i don't always get down with everybody you know everybody there was super awesome you know and we like made the whole place was just like having a good time and we all felt like we were friends and that's really i mean that's really rare for anything but especially a powerlifting competition so to keep those vibes that's what we want yeah so, it was there's really your job 
nobody made me feel like I was an idiot for asking so many questions because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'd never been to a powerlifting competition before and I didn't care who I was asking like, hey, why is that person doing that? Or why is this yeah. person doing that? Anybody that I asked was just like, oh yeah, it's because of this. And do you have any more questions? I was like, uh, uh, no, I guess not. But everybody was just super, super cool. So yeah, everyone was super cool. It's not always like that. So that and, I did, and I did smelling salts for the first time. Oh yeah, that's good. One. So I, I got to try that out. Didn't know that that was a thing, but yeah, that, you like know. instantly makes you makes your testosterone increase for sure. And then right, for sure. like I see that all the time. Cause my old gym was like a powerlifting gym and they're just, they had a shelf that was lined with smelling salts nice. <laughs> all the time. Just, just lift it, sit down, do one bench press and get up. <laughs> my, my, my thing with smelling salts, you could probably answer this better than me. Cause I've only surprisingly, I've only tried it a handful of times. I've tried everything else under the sun, but um, does it lose its effect after a while? Like, is it like actual drugs? Like, you know, I'm not condoning this kids spoiler alert the first time you do cocaine it's fucking awesome right like you, you need like you need like this much and you're on fire for like three hours the 100th time you do cocaine you need like four times as much and it sucks so it's how where do smelling salts lie on the amphetamine spectrum mikey go um, <laughs> i'm gonna get somewhere in the middle. i have no idea <laughs> like can you keep doing them and you keep getting like the holy fuck i feel like intense and i can push this weight effect or will it like all right this is the hundredth time i've done this like whatever i see the same people doing it so all right but this time i see them do it like two or three times so i guess they do kind of fade you know lose its effect after a while okay yeah i mean i, was, I wasn't necessarily speaking from personal experience this is uh that was tony iomi's uh being channeled through me with the cocaine anyway sorry continue joe <laughs> I guess, uh, I mean, it kind of explains how the, the big beefy boy who lit one for the men started off with one and then by the last one he was cracking like two. So maybe it's just he needed a little bit more of a boost. I mean, either way, if you, you don't want to do some smelling salts, I mean, it just smells like cat piss. So, if you, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really just, I mean, it's just ammonium nitrate. So, I mean, which is pretty much what, I mean, it's legitimately, I was like, oh, it just smells like cleaning a litter box. <laughs> Yeah, you got you guys would know very well about that smell. That's just why I get so fucking pumped when I have to clean litter boxes all the time. <laughs> you have six. What's that? You have six cats. Is that a real? Uh, yeah, correct. We have six cats. How many do you guys have, Ash and Mike? One that's ours, and our roommate has two. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. And our other roommate has two dogs. Uh, so here, here's the deal with me and cats. I'm allergic to them, right? I've all, I always had like, not like super crazy. Like my eyes will get itchy. If I take a your tech, I'll be cool. Um, this, and I never like got like close with them, like cats until I, I, I started dating this one girl one time and she had three. So there was like no avoiding them, like whatever, like I, they were all, they're all over everywhere. Like, as you know, like hair or whatever. And they're just like jumping into things and like, you know, you wake up and one's like on your head and shit. So like, could, I couldn't avoid them. So I just was like, I'm going to make peace with these cats and like get to know them. And like, if I wasn't allergic to them, I'd have them because I think they're fascinating, you know, like really getting to like study them. They're like, they're like insane. They're really smart. They're like, 
way different than dogs. Like, and I don't know, I sound like such an idiot. Like I, I, I had like no idea how like, they're pretty like mythical, you know? <laughs> they're, they're like, I'm like, no wonder why the ancient Egyptians like worshiped you fucking creepy little bastards. I like you, you know? <laughs> they could like- There was a section in this book called uh the world without us that came out some uh, quite a few years ago that pretty much devoted to cats it basically talks about what would happen if all of humans just disappeared one day like every single human on the face of the planet like they basically go from day one into like the deep future it's a really really fascinating mind experiment i think they made a tv show out of it but there was a whole chapter devoted to cats because it was said something like in within a week, like the cat population would just explode and they would be totally fine. Like any, even yeah. domesticated cats, they're just like, yep, we'll get out. We'll be fine because they're just, that's just how they naturally are. Yeah. They're, they totally don't need you, which no, is not, like, at not at all. Um, to the point where I think that that might be where my separation was from. I'm not trying to turn this into like a, a, a cat podcast, but it can be because whatever, we're doing what we want. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know you guys are cool with it, but like, like as a dog person and like growing up around people that, that own dogs, like I think like they like the connection that like this dog relies on me, like this, we're like boys, like this dog needs me and like we have this relationship. I feel like when I got to know these cats, the only reason they didn't eat me was because they're smaller than me. Yeah. <laughs> They, they would if they could they would if they could right but they don't like they don't, they don't like they don't like love you like dogs like dogs can love their owners like i feel like cats are just like bitch you know me <laughs> and it's I, definitely a, a, it's definitely an abusive relationship is that accurate is that an accurate assumption from somebody that owns like six cats I mean, it's weird because, well, so my wife is out of town right now and these cats really want nothing to do with me because I mean, she's, my wife is the alpha like in the yeah. house. So when she comes home, they're just waiting for her. But when I come home, they're like, oh, it's you, whatever. You yeah. just give us food. Yeah. You're the one who just gives us food. You don't really like give us the love, but like, it's weird. I have one, there's one cat who is my cat before I met Sarah and that one will always just gravitate towards me and doesn't really want it much to do with Sarah. She will, but not, not much. Um, but for the most part, that one's mine, but the rest of them are like her babies for some reason. The ones we got together, she was just like the dominant. I don't know what it's weird. Interesting. There's a weird family dynamic between the cats. So that's interesting. Mikey for two weeks when we first started dating like just hide when he would come over and hang out and then she came out one day and they're best friends oh that's cool you guys yeah, like she hid that kind of happened to me too with the one I, I was telling you about there was she had like a little black girl cat and she was always scared of me until like like two weeks in and then she would always hang out with me so I feel I felt a bond to the fellow creatures of darkness do you have any black cats Joe? Yeah, my uh, the cat that I had before. Her name is Rue. She's named after the black uh, tiger from the movie Beastmaster. Because I'm super badass. I was totally good. Yes, good. You're you're the man. I totally. If I would get a cat, I definitely want a black cat because obviously, I feel like they're I don't, spooky. 
Yeah, and I don't get the, I mean, I get the whole, like, stigma behind the black cat and everything, but and I think that's why I like them. Gravitate. Yeah. So. That's the, yeah. they, um, do your six cats, do they ever, like, uh, get into a brawl? Like, uh, like, a cat fight? Not, not, not really. I mean, they have their, their little spats, but it usually is something that starts with play. And then it turns into something a little more aggressive because it's a it's a dominant thing that they're just kind of since there's so many of them and cats are super territorial yeah like they have to coexist but they play and then it gets a little too aggressive and then you know there might be a little kerfuffle and then one cat will hide and the other one will just kind of sit in a high spot and just lord over that cat for a while the uh the cats i got to know the cats I got to know, they, they'd fight a little bit. There were three of them, but there were two girls and one dude. And the girls would fuck up this dude. Like, like they, they would, like, wait till he, like, came around a corner and, like, get ready and then, like, smash his head and, like, run away and stuff. And um, he would um, – I'd notice him, like, trying to, like, claw at, like, cabinets and stuff. And I, and I asked her, I'm like, why, why does he do that? And she was like, oh, he goes in cabinets and just to hide from, from, from the girls. Like, he's just like, we'll go in like a closet. I found him like in the sink one time, like just like trying to hide because these girls would abuse him. And I'm, in that moment, I really connected to him. I was like, bro, I feel you. I've been here. I, I, know, I know what this is like, you know. So <laughs> we, we trauma bonded. So do you have female to male um, ratio method. we have one boy we have one boy cat sawyer and he hides under the bed like all day yeah okay so you have so that's worse for you you have five girl cats and one dude cat that cat probably is is yeah. fucked up yeah in a good yeah. way does he get it's, fucked up it's weird yeah well i mean but the thing about it is, is he's the biggest cat that we have like this cat's fucking massive nice he's a beast like, I, I mean, and there's just, it's not that he's fat or anything. He's just a gigantic cat, but it's the three females on the same like level of the house with, with him that I think he just kind of gets picked on a little bit. Yeah. Okay. He's my spooky boy. He's always scared. He walks around and he always looks like he's something like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> I, it's a behavioral thing that we've been working on, but uh, it, you know, it's, it's hard because, you know, they're not as trainable as, you know a dog is like a dog you can train to sit do all of this stuff and i know you can train cats but i mean there's a reason there's that statement for crazy situations it's like hurting cats like it's just it's very difficult (laughs) yeah no doubt well we we need to hook uh sawyer is that his name sawyer yeah we're gonna hook him up with some death comes lifting gear just so they know what's so they know what's up. We we gotta empower him with some. With some oh yeah, let's give him a little kitty. Yeah, we'll make something happen. Anyway, it's probably because I'm drinking this sponsor alert cat fight coffee that we got off on a cat tangent because that was the last thing I anticipated talking about on the Sabbath podcast today. But that's cool. That's what we do. And uh, for those new that are listening. You can join these awesome conversations. We don't even have to talk about Black Sabbath. And that's why I didn't want to say that we're going to cover any uh, record today just because it's been two weeks. So I just kind of wanted to hang out, talk a little shit about Black Sabbath first and just just catch up with you guys. But to circle it around to Black Sabbath, because um, I think you guys will find this humorous. What I, what I was saying before, uh, a lot of people 
would ask me like of, like of all bands of all things to do like your podcast about like well what what is the obsession with like black sabbath right like why, why are we doing it? like of, of all things and a lot of people don't get it which is great i don't you know don't necessarily want a lot of people to get it right um one me personally as you know i don't gotta tell you i fucking just love black sabbath or my you know my two favorite bands are probably black sabbath and the misfits as much as i love like all the obscure bands all the craziness alice cooper's up there too adam don't i know i know you gave me that look like where's alice cooper he's they're they're tied for one two and three it depends on any given day black sabbath the misfits alice cooper they're they're number one um but i like <laughs> i feel like sometimes like I, t- I take the role of like this like dad that like makes you listen to his music you know or like that like older older <laughs> like like metalhead that like wants his kids to like like black sabbath so he just like puts it on and forces them to like find meaning in it and like it and i'm like it's basically what i do with these guys so that this is what this is what this is happening but i i find it cool that some people are so into black sabbath and they're like about it and that like they listen to the podcast because of like the black sabbath part of it and there's some people that just like think it's funny and like like the community thing and don't give a fuck about black sabbath and i like that most of you besides adam especially at first really didn't care for black sabbath but i've low-key maybe forced you to like him a little bit more i have a really interesting observation about this so i have never i never listened to black sabbath before doing this and i've listened to every album that we have gone through to this point haven't listened past it haven't and don't intend to until we get there nice but Spotify, they create those little radio stations for you, just your daily mixes and everything like that. So I'll hit play on certain daily mixes and certain songs will come on and I'll be like, fuck yeah, I really like this song. I don't know who it is. I go and I look at it and it's Black Sabbath. And I'm like, okay, so I'm turning more into a Black Sabbath fan. But the weird thing is it's never songs by Black Sabbath that previously liked. They're all songs from albums that I've said I didn't like. So hearing them outside of the whole album has made it like different. So it's like, I can recognize it as Black Sabbath and go, this is a song, What's what album is this off of? And I'll be like, oh shit, I hated this album. Yeah. Like, but as a whole. And, yeah. but when I take certain parts of it out, like they they actually, like they, they work for me, which is weird. I never expected to say that, but. I love it. Uh, that, that made my day. Uh, for those of you not listening on Zoom, um, I can't contain my over-caffeinated smile with that. That makes me so happy, especially like Sabbath grows on you. Like the songs take on different meanings and you could hear one from one album, especially from the shitty, uh, shittier era of, of like uh, Tony Iommi's, like when he went solo, like Seven Star and like things like that that are just like a mess and cheesy and all that. You can hear a song from that later and be like, okay, I see what he's doing with that. And then like when we go back and listen to it, that's going to be the format of these podcasts. We're going to run through the albums and then like go back and do it again because they, they're, the, they're the gift that they, they keeps on giving. You find new stuff in them every single time. And the classics never get old and the stuff that's bad, you find stuff that is either A, worse than you remember, so you laugh about or you just find different meaning or some stuff that are, it's surprising. And there's so many different eras of the band that it, it, it feels always fresh. Like I um, wanted to go back and listen to classic stuff today because we haven't done this in a while. So 
I took a walk this morning. I got in touch. I listened to the first album and I listened to Master of Reality. And I've been listening to those records for like 15 years. And they, I feel just as good when I put it on this morning as I ever did listening to it. I never want to skip a song. I'm always excited to hear it. I, there's very few bands that I can say that about. Um, being just a, a music fan, uh, you know, a music student, I play a few things, nothing that's going to put anybody out of a job or anything. But I, I think that's really impressive and it speaks a lot to just how fucking good and cool Black Sabbath is. And not a lot of bands I, I feel that way about. Even bands I like a lot, I can't listen to for 15 years and be just as excited to hear them as, as I was today, you know? So that's something that's cool to share with you guys. So I did want to ask you, I did want to put you on the spot. You feel free to, to just be like, what, no, whatever. I want to know what either is A, your favorite Black Sabbath song or record or experience that you've had with Black Sabbath because of this podcast that you didn't before. And you could skip the question, have time to think about it, whatever. But I want to get more people in on this. And Joe, I feel like you nailed it, dude. So you don't have to really even say anymore if you don't want to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving it up. I feel like I've been talking a lot. <laughs> I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it up. What's your favorite Black Sabbath? Who? What would you? I know what I would do, right? When people come to me, and they want like an entry point to Black Sabbath, I'll be like, all right, I can write you an essay if you need me to. Like, where are you in life? I'm going to like dissect where you're at and give you the perfect Black Sabbath song. Your guy's perspective, like what is your, what's your favorite Black Sabbath song or record? Let's start there. What would you recommend to somebody to listen to? And your answer could be don't, just come and hang out on this podcast. <laughs> Ashley, you're first. <laughs> I haven't listened to any of them. I just come in. Yes. But that's what's cool. That's equally cool. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for believing us. I just listen to the crazy stories. Good. Yeah, she likes the she, she likes the drug stories and stuff. We know she's she's wild playing with it. Good. Mikey, I know you're a punk guy. What do you like about Black Sabbath? Why do you show up here? Is it just is is it just for us our charming personalities? It is. It's your smile. Good. Yeah, that's now, my favorite Sabbath song is "Paranoid." Fuck yeah! Like, there's nothing wrong with that. that that's this cool riff and and uh, it's one of my favorite songs to sing karaoke. Oh, it's 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 amazing. It's "Paranoid." The whole album is like the greatest hits album, right? Like, there's War Pictures, uh, that, "Paranoid," "Karaoke Night." Yeah, good. Yeah, I can totally. The next time, well, we're, we're going to have to get together for a karaoke Black Sabbath evening, and uh, that, that'll, be, that'll be rowdy for sure. We can, we can throw that down. But one of the first times, and since, since Ashley appreciates the drug story so much, I'll share this one. Uh, <laughs> I, one of the first times that uh, I ever got high on marijuana, which is very, very mild when you're, when you're a kid, you know, um, I remember listening to, it wasn't even like I took, I put it on. It was just whatever was on shuffle, Paranoid came on, right? And I've always, at that point, just equated Paranoid as like a classic 70s metal metal song and just didn't really think much more of it. I like Sabbath, but I didn't, you know, that was a greatest hit and I was too cool for that. And I was listening to obscure stuff. But what is cool and what that song revealed to me in that time 
was Sabbath's ability to like either a deliver like a dark, depressing message in like a catchy, upbeat, like anthem sort of way. Or like they do the reverse of that too. Like they say shit that's like really happy and uplifting and like spiritually positive in like a dark, very heavy metal cool way, which I both think is equally as cool. But, you know, it's one of those songs where you don't really realize what the lyrics are until you're like, are either A, a stoned idiot like me, or you just like take a step back and read the lyrics and be like, fuck, this is like heavy as hell, you know? Cause he was, um, it's the song, it's, the, it's at the end, it's the last verse. Um, Make a joke and I will sigh and you will laugh and I will cry. Happiness I cannot feel and love to me is so unreal. Like I never knew that they, he's like, those were the lyrics. And I remember just being like, fuck, like that's awesome. Like Black Sabbath rules and this song is so much heavier and sicker than I thought it was. And like how often was this played on the radio and how many people are like singing this like depressing song about like a Vietnam veteran all like strung out, crazy. That's why I think Paranoid's awesome. So that answer rules, Mikey. Thank you. You're Next, just <laughs> what do you got for me? Or do you, you're done? I mean, if anything, I probably have to, say, I don't know particular songs, but I think a good intro for anybody just because it's a comfort thing would probably be Master of Reality. Like, I think that's a really good, like, it's like, hey, you've never listened to Sabbath before. Listen to this. You're going to get a little bit of what you've never heard before, but you're going to get a lot of what you've probably heard on the radio. So it's a good little, like, plink intro to it, I think, for a lot of people. So. Great answer. And I couldn't agree with you anymore. Now let's get to the riff player. Let's get to the, let's get to Tony Iommi himself down there. What's your opinion? Uh, you've been quiet, man. You're too, you're too quiet down there. Let's, let's unleash the fury. What's up? From a guitar player's perspective, Adam Gorak speaking. All right. So if I have to pick a favorite album, it's it's hard. That's <laughs> the hardest question there is, bro. It's like asking me what's your favorite guitar riff to play. <laughs> That's hard too. Changes, <laughs> like, changes every day, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like when I... I'll probably go with the live album or something like that. So that can probably like listen to like all the different songs from like, you know, from all the different albums. And then like maybe like go back and just discover it or something like that. Because that's how I got into Sabbath was from their um, their reunion album that came out in the 90s or something like that. Yeah, that's but, great. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'll probably go with the the first reunion album or something like that that had like the three bonus tracks yeah i think it had like psycho man or something like man that. selling my soul something else yeah that's a great yeah that's a great record and that's the original lineup you know so that's what makes it super special too um that's a cool way that's a cooler way to hear the greatest hits than like a greatest hits record you know like a good live record you know it's a good answer. I love your laid back Aussie attitude about it. You're like, yeah, I'm just gonna like listen to the live. It's this new chat. It's <laughs> so comfortable. So I hear all the good shit. Yeah, that's no, good. You're, you're the right. man. What was the first Sabbath riff that you learned? Do you remember? I don't um, think Iron Man counts. Everybody, that? everybody learns Iron Man first, right? Um, shit. It was either Paranoid or War Pigs. I can't remember. Oh, Warpigs is a good song. Sorry about that. 
or yeah. paranoid. Great, great, great song. Yeah. Yeah. But like the most hardest difficult riff that I've learned from Sabbath was probably Wicked World. Oh yeah, that's a that's a jazzy number right there. I, I wouldn't even come close to attempting that one. I was listening to that this morning. Oh, no. I listened to the first record and just like that is a great, great, great piece of music right there. Like the all this shit that goes on on the first record, a lot of it I give credit to. Well, not even me personally, but Tony Iommi's also said he gives credit to Bill Ward because he played like the drums and like um, like such a symphonic style. Like he wasn't trying to like play the blues. Like he wasn't trying to like heavy metal didn't exist yet. They listened to these like dark orchestra pieces. And like he tried to like build riffs around like Bill Ward's crazy uh, drumming with that. So that's- It's a shame they didn't play that song live when I last saw them for the farewell tour. That, the, yeah, that, I don't think they have played that song live, but um, are you familiar with the uh, the documentary, The End? Like it's like their last show or whatever. They, I think it's a, um, you can look it up on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, they have like a bonus feature where they do just some uh, studio jamming. Yeah, I saw that. Studio and they play Wicked World, dude, and it's sick as fuck. Yeah. I just wish they had that on the set list when I saw them for the farewell. I know. They did it. It's kind of heartbroken. <laughs> all right, man. At least you got to see Sabbath. You got to you got to see them twice, and we're all jealous. So. And went to the sound check as well. <laughs> oh, I, well, well. Thanks for rubbing it in, Adam Gorak. I'm just saying, man. And he Go looked at me and said, "Hi, man." I was like pissing my pants no living in australia you're the man dude i th- i that's I, I can't i can't think of a better better way to spend my sunday morning and a better place to end it than right there my friends that's it you got you guys all rock thanks for doing this we'll be back next week with cross purposes i'll link up the uh the youtube information that's another tony martin record the last of the tony martin i think um yeah so we'll talk about more black sabbath tomorrow but this was awesome assemble fist bump through the thing thank you all for being here talk to you next week i'm proud of you all i love you go to sleep adam all you all the rest blessed take care